Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought by Strava Craft Coffee. I can't forget them before we jump into everything else. Still got to pay our bills here. Use the promo code DNVR20. You'll save 20% off your entire purchase. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And it looks like it happened, Patrick. It appears as though... According to Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic and now several other sources, and it looks like it's pouring in quickly here. We don't have exact details yet, but Nolan Arenado has reportedly been traded to the St. Louis Cardinals. It's done. It's not officially official, but the biggest hurdle, obviously, has been hurdled. It's the Rockies have (laughs) said, yeah, this is is officially, we're going to do it. We're going to trade our guy, we're going to move on, and we're going to accept this package, which we'll get to, we'll pay this money to get rid of him, and suffer the consequences after that. But the biggest yeah. hurdle has been left. There, there's a couple more yep. hurdles. It's not, it's not official because it's, you know, if right. the Rockies were to trade Antonio Senzatella, okay, what, uh, unfortunately, Antonio Senzatella... Uh, doesn't have too many rights, unfortunately. As a uh, as a as a non free agent pitcher, he doesn't have ten five rights, anything like that. He's got no, does not have a no trade clause, and he does not have you know a a basically a two hundred million dollar contract that's being potentially yeah. manipulated here and there. So the biggest hurdle has been hurdled. Hmm. Yeah, it is uh, a deeply depressing state of affairs for the Colorado Rockies, for Colorado Rockies fans, in a lot of ways for baseball and its response to the pandemic, which we know this is at least to some degree enrolled in here and the the kind of big lie from baseball owners that they don't have money to spend, that, you know, these guys aren't worth it, that Nolan Arenado isn't really worth $35 million or that it's not a good idea for your organization to keep him at that price, that it would be better for you to get back a return of Dudes, I've maybe kind of heard of as we've been doing research, looking through other people's farm systems randomly uh, to do it to get rid of money. Now, we know there's all the other situations, the, uh, you know, the butting of heads between Nolan and management. And I, you know, Patrick, I'd I'd said many, many times, do we think Dick Monfort's going to choose Jeff Breidich over Nolan Arenado, and it's really hard not to feel like that's exactly what happened here. Yeah, you, you know, you asked Michaela on Thursday's show. Just yeah, it was yeah. it was a great question of like, you know, what 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 would happen if Nolan Arenado? Because again, there's so many what ifs, and it seemed like the Rockies had been doing this dance every single off season with trading Nolan Arenado, or just listening to offers, or other teams doing what other teams do, going. All right, who do the Rockies have? Let's just pluck a couple bodies off their roster, and you know it. It, it became a little bit more than that in 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 recent seasons. And and again, your your question was, hey, if Nolan Arenado decides, look, it's either Breidich or me. I, I would have guessed that. I would have guessed that. Dick Monfort would have would have said, "I, I got to have my guy. I got to have Nolan Arenado. We'll figure another way around to to work out this situation." But uh, unfortunately, I I think we're beginning to see that 
I think the evidence was there already about Dick Monfort being a, a guy who is a little bit more focused on finances than on uh, winning championships, which you can do both. You can do both. Certainly, you can do when both you of those things. Err but... on the side of one or the other. He's erring on the side of finances, which which is unfortunate. Especially when you buy into this idea that lost revenue during a time of global pandemic because people not being in the stands means that you don't. <sighs> it's not real. It's not true. They made it up in their heads. They sold themselves a bill of goods so that they could sell you a bill of goods so that they can try to justify crap like this. It's it, it, <laughs> to, to trade a Hall of Fame player over money, to trade them to try to get better, I understand. To trade them to, to alleviate the situation. And, and I'll get into it in a little while. I see, you know, I saw somebody ask, you know, try to build around story. I, I promise you in a little bit, I'll do my best to give you all the patented Drew Creaseman. How could this potentially actually maybe not be a disaster? Is there a way the Rockies can can get some positive momentum out of this? We'll talk about that later. But yeah, the, the, the long and short of it is the Rockies convinced themselves they had to do. They painted themselves into this corner through their own rationale, through some other bad moves or whatever. And then and then this pandemic comes along. And, and instead of going the way you talked about the beginning of the offseason, instead of seeing it as an opportunity to get creative and do a couple little things to build around and give this group one more go, have a couple of, they just went, nope, we can't afford these guys. We're going to cut David Dahl over $3 million. We're going to get rid of Nolan Arenado because we're afraid we can't pay him or because we can't pay him and Trevor Story and John Gray. And it's like, yes, you can. You can pay those guys. That's garbage. It's yeah, it's it's rough. It, it it's rough to to see this and and to see how they've kind of gone about you know manipulating it. And I and I don't think it. And again, if the package holds true, it's not really making the team better. What or no. or, or giving them a better chance to win in the future. What it does yeah, is it, even a, yeah. it allows Dick Monfort, I think, to 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 lose less money going forward. Not not to win more. To right. lose less money, and again, I understand that as a well. I almost said as a businessman. I'm not a businessman, <laughs> nor am I a business <laughs> man. man. I'm not. I'm neither of those two things. But uh, again, I, I understand that. But if we're if we're covering the team like that, our job is to to cover what happens on the field. We got we got to talk about what happens, you know, behind closed doors and, and the big decisions that get made and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I think your goal is to to win a championship, and I don't think this this deal suggests that in in any way unfortunately no i mean certainly not right now you know and i and i've battled you on this before that i i think yes dick monfort does very much care about winning a championship but this is the most he's ever done a thing that shows he cares more about protecting the pocketbook than he does and we'll see like if 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 some of these details come back and there's some players in here we can go oh, okay we didn't see that name at first maybe there was People in the comments, though, saying Bob Nightingale saying no top prospects. It looks like this is all just straight up money. The best you can do at this point is turn around and sign Trevor Story to an extension, maybe lock up John Gray, maybe bring in somebody else in free agency, do something with the money. That's all you can do at this point. And even that is going to be just a remarkably, remarkably difficult sell. Like the party deck is not a good argument for Dick Monfort cares more about other things than baseball. McGregor Square is not a good argument for Dick Monfort cares more about other things than he does about winning baseball. But this, at this time, 
now to do this and to do it in this way uh, after letting the, the situation get this poisonous and keeping the general manager around to do it. You know, that's the other thing is like, I've never been the, you, you, you all know, I have never been the fire Jeff Breidich guy. Cause like, I, I think it's a little bit more nuanced than that, but you're going to make this move and let him oversee it. You're going to put him in charge of this where 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, no Rockies fans are ever going to remember the name Jeff Breidich. Or if they do, it's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. Nolan Arenado is one of the greatest to ever play. And I've said before, I think the Rockies could be better without him. Not like this, but it's it's just, yeah, well, 8 p.m. on a Friday night. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was the other piece, yeah, that I was going to jump in there after an offseason of of not talking to media. And our, our guy Thomas Harding right. said it. He called, They called him out on Wednesday. And again, it's you go, all right, Thomas, jovial guy, and he calls it like he sees it. And... You know, he's got a job to do, but he just came right out and, 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 and called out the, the organization for, for not talking to media and just kind of being dead silent. And, you know, so two minutes ago, uh, Ken Rosenthal said, if a deal between Rockies and Cardinals is finalized, Arenado will keep his opt-out after 2021, get an additional opt-out after 2022, and retain his full no-trade clause, sources tell The Athletic. So maybe it makes it a, a slightly better situation as far as the players union go, because I don't, I don't actually know. And I, I sure. love knowing the specifics. I love knowing the specifics because it's the difference between having a good take and making a, a completely foolish take. But I don't know the specifics as far as when the CBA ends and when Nolan would need to opt out because you would think they would might be the same day, but you could, you could have a scenario where Nolan opts out before there's even a CBA negotiated. That could, that could be a, a really bad situation. So if the Cardinals say, hey, we'll give you another opt-out, you can kind of wait and see what the CBA looks like, and then you can opt out after your age 31 season and go make you know the same money, if not a little bit more. Um, so that would be something positive that the Players Association would say, hey, thumbs up, we approve this deal. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's obviously important for all of those reasons. It's just, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out ultimately. Jimmy here in the comments saying, Nolan will be in Dodger blue in a couple of years. At least it doesn't put those rumors to bed. Ha ha. Um, That's the one biggest positive. Again, I said this out on Twitter. said at least it's over. Uh, And I was talking about this with some of the people in our our Discord today about, you know, uh, from, from my perspective, just being like, happy to be beyond the the drama story of it all because quite frankly like folks just to be as, as honest with you as possible i got into this because i really like talking about baseball i like talking about guys throwing pitches shifting when you lay down a bunt when you steal a base what pitch do you throw in what situation uh when do you take out the starting pitcher what reliever do you go to and who's talking to who inside the clubhouse has there been a conversation what is the contract like i've known from the beginning that's always a part of this gig but it is by far my least favorite part of this gig just to be absolutely upfront with all of you and i and i i'm want to get talk back to talking about baseball again but it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of baseball we're going to be covering now at the very least. And this is another thing that I said to Michaela when she threw my own question back at me on that podcast, right? She said, what do you want the Rockies to do? And I said, just 
make a decision. Do and you can argue, okay, they've made a decision now. I don't think we can argue. I think it just is. Yeah, it's a decision. No one's going to argue it. It's a decision. Crap. Well, but they've gone a direction. Yeah. Now we don't know. So now sure. the question well, is: right, right, right. Are Story and Gray out coming the door back. next, or or come or extension? Those are the two big questions, right? Because For those sure. guys, you either you're building around them, or you're trading them as well. Because you know, and I know, and we've talked about this before. A lot of people go, "There's no way Trevor Story stays now." Money still talks to these guys. I promise you. Uh, he gets offered the right contract by the Rockies. If they can do that, he'll give it every consideration. But yeah, man, I, I just like, because we don't know. It's, it, is this the first domino to fall or is this the thing they're doing? They're saying, you know what? We're not Nolan's team anymore. We're Trevor's team now. Yeah, you, they, it, it's a lot of money that they've kind of freed up, future guaranteed money that yeah. can go around to other guys. Because, you know, one one of the things that we... I think you and I might have disagreed on a little bit. It was this idea of, of kind of sitting tight and seeing what happens this season. And hey, hey, if it doesn't work out, you can still make a trade before the deadline. Absolutely. You can get something good. But if you make a deal now and have a direction now, you're going to get more for a story or an Arenado. Again, seems like they're not really getting that much. But you're going to get more now because yeah. you, that, that team that gets him has him now for a full season. Just like if you would have traded David Dahl two years ago. You probably wouldn't have. I don't know why you would have unless you really were worried about his health. But if you had traded a guy too soon rather than too late, well, Rockies got nothing for him. And so had the Rockies still not had a direction this season, and I, and I forget where I saw it. Uh, it it might have been in, in Nick Roke's article talking about, you know, almost the worst case scenario is if they were six games out of the wild card at the trade deadline and they did nothing. And Gray leaves as a free agent. Story leaves as a free agent. Arenado opts out. Like that would be the worst case scenario where they just do nothing. And right. and beyond that, you lost another year of control of two of your young starting pitchers because Kyle Freeland and Antonio Senzatella, they've got three more years of control. That that's gonna wind down in no time. So after this season, which with or without Nolan Arenado, all right, it seems like it's gonna be hard to to maybe make a run at the playoffs. You only have those guys for two more years, unless you use some of that Arenado money to re-sign them and, and extend them. But uh, regardless, they're only going to be cheap for two more years after this season. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it's going to be really fascinating to see which direction they're actually going with this. If this is more about Nolan Arenado or if it is a shift in the direction of the team. Like, they can't compete without him as is, so that's ridiculous. Uh, they, they didn't get anything back enough to make you go. Even some of these other things that we had seen floated throughout the day, Patrick, where it's like, well, if they bring back like Matt Carpenter and Dexter Fowler, like are those guys world beaters? No, but they're right. contributors yes. who make you go, oh, okay, well, you're going to get, you add them both to your lineup. You've got veteran players out there who can hit, who can field. If your pitching is really good, you can catch fire without Nolan Arenado under those circumstances. But for these guys, for just like that's not, unless they make another big move, they're not going to compete now in 2021. There's just no way. They they can't do it without him unless they, they really start making stuff happen right now. And so, yeah, it's like, the, the, I, I don't know. Could, at, at one point, it could I, go either way. At one point, I posited this idea that maybe this is some kind of best case scenario that contains negativity within it, contains some positivity, but you could look forward and say, 
you know, it's a direction. This drama is over. But I don't think you want a new GM being the one where, so let's get to know you a little bit. Did you play ball in high school? Um, why did you trade the star player, Nolan Arenado, a future Hall of Famer? Like, that's not a good <laughs> way to start a relationship with the media. Right. So maybe, and, and again, this was the idea, is you, you trade Nolan, you take that money to re-sign Trevor Story, and then you say goodbye to Jeff Breidich. And right. then, again, you're still upset about Nolan Arenado. You're at the end of the day when Nolan Arenado goes into the Hall of Fame, and depending on how you know his career goes with the St. Louis Cardinals, do, does he go in with no hat? Does he go in with a Cardinals hat? Like that's crazy. These these words are coming I out of my know. mouth after you know any conversations I had earlier today. But no one's really going to remember. Oh yeah, because of Jeff Bright. They're just going to say, well, the Rockies had a surefire Hall of Famer. They mismanaged the situation which you could say they did. And maybe it's one guy who mismanaged the situation. But nevertheless, it's it's incredibly frustrating for everyone watching right now and, and, and listening to this because one of your guys is gone. Now, Drew, let me ask you this. Have you told your girlfriend Katie this news yet? She was one of the first to find out. She was also with me at the moment when Troy Tulowitzki was traded. I believe she said the exact same three words. You could probably guess. Uh, I believe there's a popular abbreviation for them out there on the on the internet. I, I, my understanding is that some people use that kind of language. I would never condone such a thing. Would it? Uh, what is it? Was it a tip of the cap, or was it something else? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Tip oh, of the cap man. or WTF? Uh, definitely a bit more of a WTF. Okay, so I see people asking in the comments here about the specific return. This is. Uh, I guess I'll just read the actual tweet from yep. Ken Rosenthal. It says, names possibly going to the Rockies include left-handed pitcher Austin Gomer, first baseman Lucan Baker, outfielder Jean Torres. Return might also include right-handed pitcher Jake Woodford or right-handed pitcher Angel Rondon. Exact package, not confirmed. And Although uh, exact names... Speculated. <laughs> he might have made up one of those people. We 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 have no way of knowing for sure. Could be. Uh, yeah. So. Um, Not exciting. No. Oh, zero percent chance. Where's this question at, at Sir Albert? I don't want to call you out or anything, but there is a zero point zero zero percent chance the Rockies fans will boo Nolan Arenado when he comes comes back. Tulo had burned some bridges here, had done some things, had said some stuff, and then did so on his way. Now. No one would, could say some stuff on his way out. Is that what you're you going to say? We might, we yeah. won't hear some stuff. Okay. Would, I don't, I don't know that he will, but I'm just saying if depending on what he it, says, yeah, depending on what he says. But again, I, I think, I, I think people can look past that for the most part. Yeah. It, it would really yeah. depend on, on what he would, he, he says yeah. for people to, to boo. Yeah. Tulo um, came with the, the, uh, what was it? Clubhouse, the, the country club environment they've got over there. They think they're all, Fancy, but they don't know what they're doing and talking about. Yeah, Tulo got spicy, spicy. And then Ubaldo Jimenez threw at him. So we're gonna see that kind of stuff. Cause yeah, just staying in the National League here, it's not in the NL West, but you're gonna see him. You know, it's a, a little too early. A year. It's yeah. a little too early to to uh, see what the odds are on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Who who throws at Nolan Arenado? Is it to say over under one benches clearing brawl between I'm the Rockies and the Cardinals? Yeah, yeah. That's, we can that, see that's what I got. That's, uh, that's spicy. Boy. Yeah. It is 
the spicy series, Cardinals, Rockies. So that that package of guys again, we don't we don't know how exact that is. Um, but Woodford, twenty one innings pitched, twelve games. Righty uh, just made his debut this past year. I've you know based on uh, you know being uh, yeah Fuentes Vierenado. <laughs> if, if there's a there bench is clearing brawl, watch for that. Look, we're on this stuff early, folks. We're already on the. This is going to be what we're going to be watching for this season. That's right. Different <laughs> narratives. Do we got new? This is almost like post WrestleMania, where you go, all right, who, what are the next feuds going to be? Who are we setting up? Or maybe it's Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, Woodford and Austin Gomber are, are two names that I, I've heard in the Cardinals organization in the last couple of years. But but not as a top ten guys. You know, we we had on. Uh, the manager of the South Park Whooping Cranes. And actually, no, Thomas Harding was the one, I think, who was talking about the Cardinals pumping up their prospects really nicely. So, again, Gomber and Woodford were two guys that were probably the 15th best, you know, uh, prospect in their organization. But I heard a bunch about those guys. Gomber, 104 innings pitch. He's a lefty, you know, has some time as a starter, in and out. So maybe, but again, I'm, for a future Hall of Famer, that's kind of rough. The other two, the other two or three guys mentioned, none of them, a top 10 prospect, which is unfortunate. And then Luke and Baker, who's a name I've heard, so he must be a top 30 guy. He's a first base <laughs> prospect. I've heard of him. That's, that's my scouting report. This is what we've gotten to. <laughs> heard of that John Torres no, had no, heard of him. Totally. Had right, heard of him. Totally. But they've got, a first, they've well, got two no. first base prospects. They're just taking bodies, which I get it, but, man, that's frustrating. It's. I mean – it's all about money. It is. No, what is that movie? No good mother got money. That's us. <laughs> I had to censor myself. That's not a James Blair quote. Uh, yeah, that's it's what it was always about. And it's what the opt out was always about. It's what big contracts these days for a lot of these guys are about. And that's, that's, um, that's sick and depressing. And I don't know how, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how baseball ultimately recovers from this and, and the Rockies, this is, you know, there are ways, like we said, it's, it's all about if they choose to spend the money, but if this is about putting it in back in Dick Monfort's pockets, then the 15 years I've spent, Pointing to payrolls to say, you know, back in the people used to call them the cheap farts. Remember that? Anyone old enough to remember cheap farts? And I defended them through all of that because I always thought, I always very legitimately believed that it had to do with incompetence, not cheapness. They spent money on the team, they paid guys not the right guys <laughs> recently, especially, right? But they paid them and they kept a, what should be considered a competitive pay scale, right? But this is beyond the pale of, of cheapness. Again, I, I, I hope these reports about the return are wrong or they turn around and, and sign Trevor Story, and I can come back on here in a future podcast and go, okay, okay, I take back a little bit of what I said about him being cheaper, about this being entirely about money. But if this really is about covering your ass for your losses, for not having ticket buyers during a global pandemic, 
if that's why you did this, if the history books ultimately read the Ken Burns documentary from 2050, and then the Rockies traded Nolan Arenado because they couldn't handle their finances better than the average American was asked to during a global pandemic. For all the times I've defended this organization for not being the embarrassment they're made out to do, that's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. This, <laughs> this offseason was very slow. This offseason was very slow to get started. But it has started. It, it started a week ago, essentially. JT Riamuto, record-breaking contract for a catcher, deserves it. Maybe should have been higher? Maybe not. George Springer, $100 million deal. DJ LeMayhew, you know, in another year, there would have been another suitor out there that would have bumped his price up to maybe $95 million. So he gets shorted 15 But again, he's an older guy. He's, he's an exception. He, he's making good money. He's making more than he ever has made in his entire life. And yeah, guys are signing one-year deals where they would have signed something more long-term and would have been more guaranteed money on the books. But if you just look at what teams are paying players for this year. So pay pretty good money. Teams are still going out there and, and, and trying to win, trying to, to do some things, make, make some, make some moves, sign, sign some major league players and, you know, teaming up with, with uh, the guys on their roster saying, Hey, call out to this guy. He's good. Bring him over. Garrett Cole did that. Yankees go out and get Jamison Tyon. Go ahead. Pluck him from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, actually Pittsburgh's the one team that maybe has done, just as, as bad of a job, which again, you never want to be in the same sentence as Don't the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pirates. No, Toronto's out there doing fun and interesting things. You know, uh, my guy Matt DiOrio in the comments saying we need new GM and ownership. You know, I wrote that article a couple weeks, month ago, whatever it was by now, talking about how so much more of this is on ownership. And great article. Great article. We don't talk about it enough. From an angle that I wasn't really thinking of. And I think this is fantastic. Let them know. And, and, and I said in that article, you know, Dick Monfort's not going to sell the team. But he should. And I've never, you've never heard me say that before. And I've, I didn't even write it in that article when given the opportunity to. But if you can't, if you have to trade Nolan for money, not for players, not to rebuild and retool, not to get better. And again, I'm ready to walk this back. I can already feel myself a week from now if they've done some other stuff. I, I see a world out there. You know how my brain works. I see, oh, well, they signed Trevor Story to an extension. Oh, shit, they just went and got a pitcher or something. Then I'll be like, okay, this wasn't just to save money. But if we're rolling into spring training, which starts in like two and a half weeks, by the way, with the roster as it is right now, just same guys from last year, minus Nolan Arenado. Picked up Chris Owings today. Not sure you saw that big news. Over, If you can't afford to pay the best third baseman in baseball what he's worth, then maybe you can't afford to own a baseball team. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't think he's going to sell. There's no way to make him sell. Boycotts don't work. People have asked me about that. I saw, you know, there's been a few. Questions in the comments section. Do we boycott? Do we not spend another dollar on the? It doesn't matter. They'll make their money any. They make their money through TV deals and all these extra sponsorships and, and all of these rights. And Coors Field. The... Coors Field is Coors Field, man. 
right? People are still going to go. As you said, uh, I think earlier today on the podcast, I wasn't on, you know, people haven't gone to sports in like a year and a half, two years. Like people are just going to go just to be there. The same way I'm going to be going to like terrible movies once they reopen theaters again, just because I like movie theaters. AMC, I didn't get in enough early on the stock. But if, and, and, and this isn't just for Dick Monfort. If you can't afford to pay these guys what they're worth, then you can't afford to own a baseball team. That's garbage. For money? For dumbass, stupid, no good, dirty green money. <laughs> and yet you want the people that come to your ballpark to spend what you want. Right. And and you and uh, for this in this time now. And people will. And look like I said, you know, I I'm not burning anything. If I, back in the day, you know, I'm not burning jerseys or shirts. Obviously, we're still <laughs> You know, I, I get paid to go to the games and sit in the press box and stuff. I, I wouldn't burn, even though I was back in the fan day, I wouldn't be burning my fan card. I'd still be watching 162 this next year and still making my normal trips out to Coors Field. I'm a baseball fan, and I'm a Colorado baseball fan, and I'm a Colorado Rockies fan. Long before I was ever a Colorado Rockies beat reporter and all of the other things that I am. And I get people that are done and out and not doing it but oh damn that's great boycotts don't work unless they're organized on reddit good point but yeah jacob if you're gonna overpay for a hot dog or a beer if they're gonna expect that stuff out of you and no one's given them more leeway than me no one has defended them harder over things like the party deck and whatever else than me i don't think the boycotts work but the pressure may need to be mounted legitimately to say this ownership group is not respecting us as fans, has taken us for granted. Uh, you know, not going to the games only hurts you. Not exercising your fandom only hurts you. But making it clear, sending the emails. If you do go to the games, maybe do take a sign. Too cheap to keep Nolan, whatever it is. I mean, the, the pressure has to be ratcheted up. The season ticket holders, they're the one people, that's the group that can do a little bit of damage if, if people start canceling season tickets. Maybe they will and they should. You know, I want everyone obviously to keep coming and hanging out with us and, and talking rise and doing the podcast thing, but I'll, I'll, I, there's no way around the fact that, again, I'll, I'll step back from this and give it some time for the possibility for me to be wrong. I always try to do that in every scenario I can, that I may be wrong about this, and it may be the, now I'm just on the other side of it, that they may use that money for good, that the savings goes to Story and Gray and a, a new bullpen and a new fifth starter, and I can walk all of this back on that day and I will be happy to. But if Dick Monfort can't afford $35 million for Nolan Arenado, he can't afford a baseball team. And he doesn't deserve your support and respect during this time until they come out and talk to their fans and explain themselves. 
it's yeah it's 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 very confusing it's it's very confusing this decision for for just so many reasons and sorry who never but, but I, again made me smile but but i but i think in a lot of ways man this fits the dialogue with with what what we've seen from 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 dick monford you know you said something earlier this idea about you know spending money and versus saving money and 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 putting it back into the ball club and it's what you just said hey if if they go out and resign story and they sign great well what if they don't do that and they tell you well we're using that money for other things would you is is that enough to like no. can can rockies fans trust the front no. office and no, Dick stop right there <laughs> when he says right when he says so you're not going to see no, it like, right now but you will see it I don't think I don't think Rockies fans will see it. At least not all of it. I, I said no. it on the podcast today. Yeah. You can you can roll some money over into the analytics department. Great. Call it the Nolan Arenado Memorial Analytics Department. <laughs> Nama. Uh, <laughs> all right. We just got over MAGA. Now we got Nama. Nama. Nolan Arenado Memorial Analytics. Fine. Do that. I mean, for thirty five million dollars, that actually that might make. The Rockies, a juggernaut, if they're spending that kind of money. But we know that's that's not going to happen, unfortunately. And yeah, trust. Can you? Do you trust? How about this? Do you just trust that they will? So, we sign, lock up Trevor Story, lock up John Gray, and even if it's for short term, even if it's a two year deal, of like, hey, John, we don't want you to go out in the free agent market next year, so we'll give you a one year extension. So we'll sign you for two years for this year, next year. Okay, fine. I I I I'll give them a a check mark for that but do you trust or should rockies fans trust that the rockies will actually do that until they do that do you trust that they will spend most of that money that they just saved no hmm. and again no one has given them more of the benefit of the doubt i'm a big believer fundamentally in life this is one of those podcasts where we start pulling back on life strings and shit like I give people the benefit of the doubt, oftentimes long past the time when they've arguably deserved it. And a lot of people have said, yeah, Drew, we know. We, <laughs> we hear you giving Jeff Breidich the benefit of the doubt or Dick Monfort the benefit of the doubt. I think it's important. I think it is far too easy in the cynical times that we live in to give people the opposite of the benefit of the doubt, to assume that everyone's intentions are cynical to assume that people are always doing things for money or personal gain or personal power or whatever it is they they may be doing it people assume a lot of those things about me but there is a, a point at which you no longer have earned the benefit of the doubt there comes a time even for somebody like me who has made benefit of the doubt like a central pillar of my like organized living philosophy. Give people the benefit of the doubt. If there's any room for belief in the better angels, especially of the people that we disagree with, give it to them. And they have completely destroyed their benefit of the doubt. They've used up their benefit of the doubt. They get none. 
not just from the Rockies fans who've been done with them for, for years, people who were done with them starting today, but even someone like me who in this moment goes, you know, you had every opportunity not to be what they all say you are. And I know that feeling. I know it very well. Every opportunity to not be what they say you are. And today they just were. Today the Colorado Rockies were all of the worst things that people say about them. And it breaks my heart because they didn't have to be. And they aren't always. And it, and it, and it they haven't always been. But do they get the benefit of the doubt for that now? Do I feel inclined now to go, hey, you know what? Actually, Jake McGee was pretty good in 2017 today. No. It's, it is directly disrespectful to their fans to operate this way and to us in the media. This is a, this is a bad day. This is among the top three, two, one worst days in the history of the Colorado Rockies. This is worse than the trade of Troy Tulowitzki by a thousand miles. This is worse than when they moved Larry Walker. This is worse than letting DJ walk the, the doll thing, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. This is probably, this is it. This is the worst Thing. Could, yeah, you got, again, looking at it from all kinds of angles, you go, all right, well, there's one Hall of Famer. Todd Helton was a guy that during his career, people in Colorado, obviously, we were able to recognize he was a Hall of Famer. Other people, maybe not as much, but he finished his career here. So what, what was the mistake, right? Or, or what, what was the what was the worst day, I guess, for, for Todd Helton's career? You know, again, off, players have off-the-field troubles. That's 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 something else. That's them. We all have our. Everyone has their demons, uh, and things can be embarrassing. But you wouldn't say the worst day. Again, we go back in the in the annals of of history and and learn about a big contract given to a player uh, to the Rockies. Uh, it was nullified after uh, a trip late night down on Colfax when Colfax was Colfax. <laughs> um, so that's embarrassing. Still kind of Colfax. But yeah. that's not a, that's not like the worst day. It's just embarrassing. No. And so yeah. you got one Hall of Famer, second on the way, played the game the right way. Ah, oh, man, yeah, it was a shame. His, the prime of his career was wasted. He was able to get to the playoffs in 07, 09. Again, not perfect, but not many players get that perfect career. He'll end up in Cooperstown at some point. And now you've got this other guy, Hall of Famer, and what happens? And what happens? He's, he's tossed away. And, 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 and unless this package of players, something – Magical happens and and it clicks until that day, until they. I, I don't even know if you if a deep run in the playoffs is anything. You you, you win the first you know the wild card round if, if if baseball permanently expands to eight teams. Again, I don't know what kind of scenario is a is a is a break even point, but it's you can't you can't get to that point. This is just embarrassing. Again, uh, podcast mom. Yeah. Your mom, in literal sense, podcast mom to <laughs> both mom. of us. 
I'm getting so many texts from friends and family. And, and honestly, this is what it was where I know you were having a rough day. I, I, I wasn't doing so well. I knew you're doing worse than me. And this happens and it goes, we'll get through it together. We'll, we'll do it. We kind of have to be there for Rockies fans, for, for each other. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. And you can see it by the numbers. You guys are all, you need a place, you need a platform to come to. And, and, and we're giving you that. So keep, keep the comments coming. But I, I, so I told my wife very, very briefly, I didn't really get into the details of why I wasn't having a good day. And I told her real quick, I said, regardless, I got to jump on right now the podcast because Nolan Arenado was just traded to the St. Louis Cardinals. She said, what? Yeah. <laughs> and again, my, so, my wife is a big huh? baseball fan. She knows what's going on, but she's like, what? Like she was really upset. She's like, no, no, this, this is, this is the dude. Like she knows the guy. She, she'll ask me, Hey, how's Tony papers doing? And I go, ah, I love my wife. She, she calls Tony Walters, Tony papers, Tony papers. but it's, Nolan Arenado, like that's that that transcends. Where again, there are, there are people living in Oregon right now who are getting an update on their phone. Giants fans, you know that 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 transplant from Northern California, or they they move south from Seattle. They know Nolan Arenado, and they go, "Whoa, that's a big deal." Yeah, man, I feel bad for Rockies fans. We, we heard we saw it on Twitter from a lot of national media people saying, "Man, this really sucks. To, it sucks to be a Rockies fan right now," and it does. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It just, it's just, this is, this is absolutely brutal. I, our guy, Matt uh, Diorio from crashing game night. I'm actually rocking the hoodie right now. I was on that show uh, right around Christmas time with a bunch of like video game voice actors, like people in the industry or whatever. And uh, you know, I stop in and Matt just lets them know what I do. What do you think everybody there who, you know, mostly gamers secondarily, what did they want to know about? Oh man, that Nolan Arenado situation sounds bad out there, right? Like that's even people who are like, you know, semi into baseball, or they may know one thing about the Colorado Rockies. And that's what these folks knew was that Nolan Arenado is not happy with the team. And, you know, they're at the very least, I guess that's the most positive you can take away from is I guess that problem is solved. Uh, <laughs> not the way you want to, you want to do it there, but yeah, man, you're absolutely right. That's why, you know, we, and if, if you want another, is this a saving grace or not from Nick saying, you know, it always sucks to be a Rockies fan. Maybe this isn't quite so different than it's always been. Uh, so I guess it's not that bad then if it always, <laughs> hold on, let's that's what I'm saying. psychology and philosophy, right? It's We've like, got each uh, other in the Incredibles when. Mom says, everyone's special. And the kid says, well, if everyone's special, doesn't that mean that nobody is? <laughs> it's like, well, if the Rockies have always been terrible, doesn't that mean that this really isn't any worse than it's always been? It's, it's Friday night. Worse. It's it. It's uh, just Friday night. Uh, well, okay, before I forget, just really quickly, because the reason that we're able to do this and talk to you guys and go live and stuff is because we've got these awesome sponsors that pay our bills. And so I really hate to forget about them. I've got my Breck Brew Lager. You've seen me all. I just powered through that during this conversation. I wish I had another one on me, but I don't right now. <clears throat> Patrick's got his Strava Craft Coffee. Got I very much have a real mug tonight. Yeah, I have a real <laughs> mug of Strava Coffee that I just picked up from my bookshelf back there. It's very good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got that Hassle Cattle Beef going on right now as well. <clears throat> and after all the beer, beef, and coffee, by the way, 
I also want to head over to Green Mountain Dental. Make sure they take care of the teeth. And when you schedule an x-ray cleaning or exam, they'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. But if, if your diet is similar to mine, you might want to... Drew, Drew Rockies fans are never going to smile again. This this might right. not be a good yeah. time. <laughs> For Green Mountain Dental. <laughs> oh, it is... Uh, <sighs> yeah, Nick, it just sucks more this time. That's You know what? That's a That's a good way to put it. And... We'll be there. You know what? And, and I know that many, most of you, I would even bet, will come back. We're, we're going to see this thing through and, and what happens here. And, and we're going to be through this, you know, and and that's one of the reasons why I said what I did earlier about, you know, not supporting the rock, like turning the ball game on and following the team isn't expressing support for Dick Montfort. And if you are worried about that, write him an email to make sure you know he knows exactly how you feel or spend your time on Twitter. But like I said, don't, this is the one thing where, okay, let me pull back into famous Drew therapist mode that I haven't even really done in a while and just say, don't punish yourself for this. Look, if if you want to root for another team, root for another team. We hope you still stop by and say hello to us and, and, and enjoy your Rockies content. And when the Rockies, you know, make a surprise run next year, year after, wherever, this upcoming year, because just the pitcher go, pitchers go bananas, whatever. You come hang out and go, oh, look at, look at Sanjatella. Love that guy. But don't let this ruin your baseball fandom. Be mad at the Rockies. Be mad at them really hard for a while. Um, but it's, Take a break it's, from the game. Take a, take yeah, a little time out. Obviously, totally. this weekend... You're going to want to do that. <laughs> but, but you, you, can, you can take a break. I was already planning on it. I was, I, I had sent out the tweet. I'm going to watch cartoons and hockey for the rest of the weekend. Everybody leave me alone. Oh, no, no, Wake I'm me not up. doing that. Wake me up if anything Thanks. happens. Wait, that's literally. I Wake up, Drew. Up. How many of those text uh, tweets do you think I got? <laughs> couple. Just, all right. I'm awake. You smart asses. The Rockies have a way of doing that to me, too. It's always when I'm on the road or getting ready to watch cartoons and hockey. All right, Drew. So get, give us um, put this in context a little bit for us. So you you've been covering the Rockies for quite some time, and you were there yeah. when Troy Tulowitzki was dealt. Right. In that moment, again, we we've, we've talked about it a, a bunch, and and as, as time goes by, it's just hey, it was that trade. But in that moment, when the news comes down that he goes to the Toronto Blue Jays for a package of players, a little bit more notable. Then yep. you know what the Rockies uh, seem to be getting today. What what was what was it like in that moment? Much like this, much much like this. Uh, I powered wine instead of beer at the time. I was actually driving back up from a game in Albuquerque, the only uh, regular season game I ever attended for the Isotopes, except I didn't because it got rained out. Uh, and then we had a, a drive back up, so. I was with family and we were in the car and I was on Twitter and it was very much a, it was very much like this. And I will say that at the time, the reaction was equally as apocalyptic. I'm never going to be a Rockies fan again. This team is never going to compete without Troy Tulowitzki. This return is trash. And that return was better, <laughs> objectively better at the time. And I think some people were, were like, oh, Hoffman could be a thing. But it was all unproven prospects for this like generational talent. And so, yeah, I 
and I agree with Dan here in the comments saying that the the trade was much more defensible. And I, you know, but go back and, and read some of my stuff. Again, for the guy who's always defending the team and, and that's the reputation I've cultivated and earned to some degree. But I thought I hated that trade at the time. I, that's probably the most I've blown up the team since this, this kind of recent offseason where I've done it a couple of times now. But I, I thought the trade was awful at the time. And, and I wrote about it, and a lot of people, and like many people, now you got to remember, Trevor Story was not the Rockies' top prospect. Trevor Story was like the Rockies' 10th top prospect at the time. And there was a real question about whether or not he would play, whether Jose Reyes would come back. Christian Adamas was going to be the yes. He was the guy. He was the guy. I was pushing for him. It's got to be Adamas. Where is Christian Adamas these days? And, you know, so does Ryan McMahon and Brendan Rodgers boom at the same time? You've got an all-star at third and second, and suddenly you're not quite as, you know, it, it seems crazy to say it now, but I promise you, I promise you, if you go back to the day Troy Tulowitzki was traded, or even that offseason before the next year, before anyone had ever seen Trevor Story take an at-bat in the bigs, all was lost. Think about it. It was a team that had had a decent sort of forward progression. There was some young talent on the team. They thought they were going to come up, and then they just lost their most important player. Tulo's out. Cargo's hanging around, but he's been hurt, and he's getting older, and he wasn't the one that drug that team into relevancy. He was mostly a bit player by the time the Rockies were good again. I, I love people asking here now, asking about Josh Fuentes. Now, he probably ends up at first, Michael, and, and Rymack over at third, I think, right now. Again, if there are no additions, but hey, you to don't go, know to go when back the Trevor story step. shows up. Yeah. To go back half a step, what happened two years after Troy Chulowitzki was dealt? What happened? Postseason 20, run? 2017. We don't, we don't know. We don't know if that can happen. I, I don't think the farm system is, good, is as good as it was in, in 2015. It's not. It's not. I would say the young talent is close. But I think, again, you could go back and say, well, they didn't get anything. It, they didn't go on a run in 2017 because of return from the Troy Tulitsky deal. True. That, <laughs> and, and, and literally, it didn't. So it's like this. We're going this so in the same way, now the Tulo deal saved them some money. That money was spent on the Super Bowl pen. So do with that what you will. Um, but we've got a similar situation here where it's like, will they spend the money? Will those guys be helpful or not? Will it not even matter? Will the next postseason run be powered by Brendan Rodgers and Ryan McMahon and Peter Lambert, you know, bursting onto the scene or something like that? And because I don't think it's going to be any of these guys in the return. And as someone who has defended them to you, to this audience of beautiful people lighting up the comments section, to everyone on Twitter, as you asked me earlier, they've lost the benefit of the doubt now for me to say, yeah, maybe that can happen. But it certainly can. It's certainly on, you know, it's certainly on the table. And so it, it's something that people should be aware of is like stuff like that does happen. And my, my group of lost boys or whatever, now it's just that much more important for them to do stuff. Yeah. Let's get a quick little reset. Thank you, Kenneth. Uh, what are the Rockies getting in return from Nolan Arenado? Though nothing is official. The last time 
you know, we saw any updates from Ken Rosenthal. The package was for a couple pitchers, one uh, left-handed starter, pitchers. reliever, yeah, that's Austin thing. Gomber. There, there's, and that's that's a major league caliber lefty. Again, whether or not it's a very good one or not, that is a major league lefty. You know, the the other guys that are on the roster right now, excluding Philip Deal, who has a little bit of you know big league experience. Um, the rest of the guys, you know, really haven't haven't pitched above high A. So this this right. can now be you know your 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 lefty out of the pen. Um, Jake Woodford was a was a potential guy that can go there. Uh, Lucan uh, Baker, I believe, was his name. So right. uh, Kenneth, yeah, there's there's some pitchers that are coming back. Uh, it seems like the Rockies' way, but none of the Rockies, you know, uh, excuse me, none of the Cardinals' top ten guys, not Matthew Labertor who we were hoping uh, would be part of nice. that deal. But un- unfortunately, Nolan Gorman, not. that could have been all right. None of yeah, that co- stuff. Coincidentally, the, the normal pod, <laughs> this, I guess that's what we should call it. This is not a normal no. uh, pod in, in any stretch of the imagination. But we happen to have, um, uh, again, a manager of the South Park Whooping Cranes, Kristen Genter, who was a Cardinals fan. And we kind of kicked around the idea like, all right, if you're a Cardinals fan, who would you not want to give up in this deal? Okay, Dylan Carlson, he's off the table. Who would you rather not give up? Uh, Liberator or Nolan Gorman, don't want to give up Liberator. But you give up another Nolan who plays third base, Nolan Gorman, that wouldn't be bad. Or Yvonne Herrera because Andrew um, Kneiser, right. maybe, maybe there's an opportunity for him there. So you get a really top catching prospect. If you can't, maybe you get both, Nolan Gorman and Yvonne Herrera. Right. Unfortunately, right now, looks like no one in the top 10, which in a way we kind of expected. I think the thing that we didn't expect, and you said it right off the bat, no Matt Carpenter, no Dexter Fowler, no Andrew Miller, just just eat up another contract, nothing. Uh, I did want to read this comment here from Colby. I appreciate this one. He says, this sucks, but I'll be ready to watch Marquez throw an opening day with Rymack at third and strangely Nolan's cousin starting at first. Appreciate you. I also appreciate this question coming in from our guy, Dan, the man. Hey, Drew, who's worse, Vince McMahon or Jeff Breidich? It's still Vince McMahon. It is still Vince McMahon. How? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Vince yeah. McMahon, the owner of WWE Sports Entertainment? Or the yes. character of Vince McMahon? No, the the actual guy, the <laughs> human being. So Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and, and you don't think he's been successful? Of course he's been successful, but he's still way, way worse. Like fundamentally, like again, I read that question. Ethically. I think, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, okay. That's- it's no like contest. A, you're right. You're right. You're actually right. right. Like, I mean, he's he's obviously a smarter, better businessman. Who, but even then, like, I think he's about to get waxed by AEW. Like, they have produced crap wrestling this year. Anyway, it's just been awful. The WWE is a joke. Talk, and they're run a lot like how these baseball owners are running their nonsense too. And AEW is like the perfect example of how to not do that and how to communicate with your fan base and how to talk to people and be open and have your owner go out there and make interesting investments and and be transparent. Imagine that, imagine that, but there's a, an owner in fake wrestling, the con, what's his first name? Con 
Tony um, Khan. Who, Tony Khan, who also owns the Jaguars. Is that correct? Mm, Guys. His father. Yeah. Yeah. Fake wrestling owner has more transparency than most baseball owners and, and all this other stuff. But uh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. So earlier, uh, again, we kind of rehashed this idea that maybe the best case scenario in all of this is Nolan gets traded. Bad. There's no way to spin that one. Everyone's upset about that. Rightfully so. They go and take some of that money, lock up Trevor Story. Hey, happy about that. Maybe even John John Gray gets gets a little of that. Um, and then you give it give it a couple months. Jeff Breidich is on his way out. Do you do you think this? What what's the percentage of something like this could actually happen? I mean, you can win fans back. What is uh, you can win fans back by doing that. Let me start by saying that. I, and do they need to win? They, they yeah. don't know that they need to this year. Again, I, I, I said it earlier today. I said, who's, they're, they're going to fill the ballpark if, regardless. If, yeah, and, and if it's going to be a, a, probably a bad season anyway, um, unlikely. But do it do it for the PR, man. Do one PR move right. Like, I'm not – again, this is the thing I've always been on the other side that's like, do – the, the real thing matters more than the perception of the thing. It always, always does. But that doesn't mean you have to get the perception thing wrong 100% of the time. They're also not mutually exclusive. So, yeah, I again, I defend the Rockies when I feel like people are getting on them because of the perception of the thing. But come out, yes, you, you actually can fire your GM now as opposed to a year from now to win back some hearts and minds. Is is that not important? Do we not care about winning the hearts and minds of Rockies fans anymore? Like it, it will become a problem for them at some point. And again, it's not through boycotts. That stuff doesn't work. Don't wear a bag on your head. Don't make a fool of yourself. That's, you know, come on. But you can start petitions. You can send emails. You can make it clear how you feel. And if you are a season ticket holder, then maybe, then maybe you can send a, you've a got a voice. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've got a voice and you yeah. may get a response from someone's iPad. Yeah. Like there's, there's <laughs> that's a real, that's a real thing. You might get a yeah. Saturday morning iPad email. Here's, here's this for kind of crazy taking a step back. So John Morosi just tweeted out, not, not news, but just an interesting tweet. He says, my favorite Nolan Arenado story. He plays in the 2016 MLB All-Star game in San Diego, goes over three, makes final out, not happy. Wakes up and calls Mike Gonzalez, his coach at El Toro High School, Lake Forest, California, needs to hit that morning. He drives to his high school batting cage. Did Nolan Arenado die? Did, right. did, right. did Nolan Arenado <laughs> retire? Did, right. did his career, did he have a, a horrible accident? Like, that's that's kind of strange. I mean, I mean that is almost the tweet that you know you and I might put out, and you know when this kind of settles, because sure, he's we'll give he's our favorite stories. Us. Yeah, right. You know when we kind of gestate it, but it's 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 almost weird for someone else to do it because it it it's it's an end of an era. It's 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 painful. I mean, again, we're we're all adults in here now. Although I I, I do know we have I think one middle schooler that is a loyal listener. Um, but you know, sorry for the F bomb earlier. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sure you've a, never heard one before. Yeah, exactly. Um, but man, kids around the, the Rocky mountain region are going to wake up tomorrow morning 
And because I imagine if you're a parent, you're not telling your kid on a Friday night after a weekend of you know virtual school or going in person and doing all that that whole rigmarole, they're gonna wake up tomorrow morning and there's gonna be a lot of hearts broken. Like you know I, I, how I asked you about what was it like for Tulowitzki and everything. You, you were an adult at that point, so that's that. But imagine being a, a, a young yeah. kid. We 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 saw right. Mets fans. Right. We we I saw a video of one Mets fan. He was a huge Lindor fan, and he walks into his bedroom, and there's all this stuff about Lindor being, you know, on the Mets, getting traded. And it's like, wait, what? Like my dream has come true. In a lot of ways, a nightmare has come true for for children that are Rockies fans, and that I I can't yeah. even imagine what that must be like. And and even plenty of adults, though, as you said, I'm sure it's worse. Like I actually, as you said that, I remember because I was still at Purple Row at the time, and there was a guy who like. Basically, he became a Rockies fan because of Troy Tulowitzki, and he became, uh, you know, during that 07 year, and he ended up writing for Purple Row because of that. And when Tulo was traded, he was done. He stopped being a Rockies fan. I, I think he went and wrote for a, a Blue Jays blog for a little while, and you know, I but he checks back in on the Rockies every once in a while. I know because I get his tweets, and I see him. he's a great guy, phenomenal guy, and I and I and I hold no you know, ill feelings at all for somebody who would say, you know what, maybe most of my attachment to this team was about one player more than anything else. And now with that one player gone, I saw somebody ask here in the comment section and go, why should I still be a Rockies fan? And I'd love to be able to answer that question for you, but that's a, that's a question everyone's got to answer for themselves. You know, I think Troy, uh, I'm just saying the name, I think Trevor's story, as long as he's on the team, Charlie Black, all know I love watching play baseball. This group of young starting pitchers, I think, are fantastic and interesting to watch. And if you're not into that, then I understand. But, you know, we, we it's interesting that you framed that, that Tulo stuff because the guy who I, I was telling the story about who left because of the Tulo trade, and could not stand all the positive talk about Trevor Story for the first couple of years. How dare you stand where he stood? And I get it. But you know what? He admits now, yeah, Trevor Story's pretty good. There's a pretty good run in 17 and 18. And when that happened, did my guy who had sworn off Rocky's fandom forever come back and follow the whole run? You're absolutely right. He did. So like Patrick said, you got to take a vacay. I totally understand it. You, even yeah. if that vacation lasts a year or two, like we'll be sad. We want to hang out with all of you. We like talking baseball. We like talking about this team, but it's surprisingly easy to come back. Even though in these moments, it feels like never again will I ever give another dime to support this team if two years from now there's a new young hot thing, no one thought Trevor Story was going to be Trevor Story. Just they didn't. It's up Trevor. And then that happens. You go, oh. if that happens with Rymac, that happens with Brendan Rodgers, happens with Rymal Tapia, you'll come back, and that's an okay reason too. That doesn't make you a fair weather fan either to say, give me a reason to root for this team. They owe you that much. We, well, you know what? I mean, and and. That makes sense. That makes all the sense in the world too, Drew. But you know what? Someone, someone that might not be enough for some people. Like, hey, why should I? 
sometimes there's a time and a place to, to communicate certain pieces of information. And I think right now is one of those where you could, you could stay up late for giving someone reasons for two straight hours of why they should continue to be Rockies fans. They're not going to want to hear it because their guy just got dealt. And, and that's fine. And that's why you take that break and you go and then, all right, now let's, let's have that conversation about why you want to be a Rockies fan. Cause there's still, there's still a lot. And that's it, just part of fandom, man. It, it, it's what you get. <laughs> Kenneth's trying to, to hang on to some hopes and it isn't official. Anyway, rocks can leverage this offer to get a better deal from another team too late. I, I think you're too late from that. I think Kenneth, if you're hooked, holding on to some kind of hope about this particular deal, it's that there's a name we haven't heard yet that will wake up tomorrow and maybe Gorman was included and people didn't have the package back. Right. Or, or maybe, you know, I, I really think that's your best hope uh, based on how many sources are reporting this on how widespread it was uh, on the credibility of the people that it's coming from and, and the specifics, uh, Patrick and I, just as we were getting ready to come on here, as we were looking at the return, we were like, those are very specific names that don't just yeah. get floated by guys like Ken Rose and thought like it could be these, but it might be four completely different people. That's, that's very unlikely. So I would say your best hope is that there's a name that gets added at the last minute or that just hasn't been public that, that makes this deal look better from a Rockies perspective. And if, and if we're saying, Kenneth, if you're, if you're asking like, can they get a better offer from another team or it's too late? Well, they, they can't get a better offer from another team. Like this deal is this deal. And again, if the league gives it the thumbs up and if the players association gives it the thumbs up, it's, it's a done deal. But if either of those do say boo and they say, no, actually we, we think it's kind of devaluing the contract, then the, the trade could get voided again. No one could, you know, use his no trade clause. We, we strongly think that's not going to be the case, but if, but if somehow it, it does fall apart because the players, you know, association is maybe just trying to make life hard for, you know, MLB in various ways, right. another team could come in and say, Hey, let's negotiate with the Rockies. But that comes with a cost. Like if you've ever tried to buy a house or, or sell your house and then you reach an agreement with someone and then that falls through, like that doesn't look good. So now the Cardinals come away with nothing. They just, floated out four names of their guys that have been out there. And so another team would have to jump through all these hoops and maybe find out that that wasn't good enough either. So it's kind of like Nolan almost becomes damaged goods, not as a player, but just as this commodity to try to acquire. And the, the hot stove for Arenado could grow cold for, you know, several months in a sense until, all right, another team says, all right, we got to dip our toe in this water. It's a trade deadline. Maybe try to make a deal. And, and at that point, it, it, it might even be a worse of a, of a return. That's even possible. Right. <laughs> if that's even possible. $50 million. Um, let's, I mean, the money. So, yeah, we, I guess the that's money. the one element of this that we didn't talk about. Without, again, without knowing the details, you assume that that's so that, you know, for these next couple of years, so that in the long term, it balances out. But I don't even... So they're oh. <laughs> it's almost ten million dollars. Yeah, yeah, they're paying him, which they've kind of grown used to with with McGee and and Shaw last year and Davis. And guys to play for other teams is kind of their thing now. They're they're doing big mark. They're making big market moves. They're like, yeah, we'll just pay this guy to go on that team and right. Oof. Oh man. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, fam. Well, <laughs> let. 
hit us with any other questions that you've got at this point, because I really, you know, I, I'm not sure what else to say. <laughs> it's, uh, this is, uh, yeah, this was again, Kevin Pillar, a, Kevin Pillar comes back now, obviously. Right. Hey, sure. Probably. That'll really <laughs> piss people off. That'll be fun. Um, I think anything the Rockies do at this point, right? <laughs> No, but 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 truly, but truly, because I mean, now you go, oh, this is how you immediately respond. Because like you said, there's this PR thing. And so it's like, okay, let's look at your transactions, Colorado Rockies. You just traded a future Hall of Famer for some other players that are players. Okay, cool. What's your next transaction? Oh, you you pick up a guy who is designated for assignment and you think maybe you can reclaim this reliever and, and maybe get something out of him. He's 28 years old. He's you know, hasn't pitched above AAA. I, I, it's not going to be good regardless, but they're going to spend some of that money on, on the big league team. And that's why I just think it's just going to be Kevin Pillar, just going to be this, this comfortable thing and say, hey, but look how good he was in 2020. So this is a good thing. And it, it will be a good thing if they can, you know, bring back Kevin Pillar, but it's, it's not good enough. Good enough is, is the key. Uh, Nothing will be good enough at this point. I was going to say, good enough isn't even on the damn table at this point. Good enough is... Uh, I think I said it earlier. They they had a chance to not do this. Even to trade Nolan and have me come on here tonight going, wait, 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 everybody. I know you're pissed, but check about this and do, yeah. do the, and do the thing that makes everyone mad at me every time I do it. I, I, and I get it. I get people like, uh, this is, this is, this is what yeah, you're saying. This guy right here. Exactly. Jake, Jake loves it when I said, welcome. That's right. Super subscriber right now. We love Jake. Always appreciate your, your Twitter interactions about all I ever do is, uh, defend the, the organization. And it's not like I don't understand where that comes from but look man yeah it was all right there i could have made that argument under any number of scenarios or circumstances this was an unforced error of massive proportions that they just didn't have to do and so to answer the other question from jake earlier telling me to defend jeff breidich and dick monfort now no. Mm -mm. My arguments have always been built on substance. I believe that very deeply. You can go back and listen to the evidence when I bring them. When there's been evidence to suggest maybe it's not quite as easy as these guys are. And by the way, this isn't about being morons or being dumb or being incompetent. This would be so much more excusable if this was about incompetence. If they just messed up, I, I don't know, man. I, this I, is I don't know. Again, unless they spend the money, this isn't even how just incompetence. This, kind of, this but, is, but how can you have incompetence? Stupid. How can you have that much incompetence, you, though? That it, it's that's what I'm saying. It's just it, unbelievable. It, yeah. Right. 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 It's it, and that's the thing. Like it, you, this <laughs> is purposefully done with the worst of intent. I won't say ill intent. It's baseball. It's, it's business. It's whatever. They're not doing an ethically questionable thing here. Well, would, so would you, <laughs> would, would you have preferred Charlie Blackman? Would you have preferred if it was Charlie Blackman? Of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, because again, as much as I understand where the fans are feeling from when it's a, a fan favorite that gets moved out or whatever, I've just I've never interacted with sports that way. I've always been the kind of guy that goes, okay, well, let's see what's next then. Let's see what the next thing is. You know, there's it, it doesn't the sport is bigger than one man, and teams are bigger than one man, and that's kind of the point I was talking when I was talking about the Tulo comps earlier this team will go on. There will be another day where the Colorado Rockies have a really fun baseball team with a lot of players that people here want to root for. Now, will the day also come where they trade those guys off in stupid ways and make you mad? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's why for me, it's just like, it just, it's, it's the bravado of it to do it for money. And so brazenly, after having released that statement at the beginning of the offseason, don't expect us to spend any money. Sorry, we're broke. Oh, also, we're so broke, we have to trade a superstar talent for nothing just so we don't have to pay him. That, that's how it should be stated, right? Colorado Rockies traded Nolan Arenado so they didn't have to pay him. They didn't trade Nolan Arenado to get better. In the immediate or in the long-term future, they traded Nolan Arenado so they don't have to pay him. A contract they gave him in the first place. So, yeah, no, like like I said, I'll, Kenneth, yeah, as long as there's a team in Colorado, I'll be there. Would, so we, we throw in the word incompetence around, would, would this be any better? And this is something that I, I talked about immediately at the beginning of the off season, this idea of tanking. So not more, much more than a rebuild, but tanking. And in our conversations, you know, in a, in a way you, you, you convinced me that tanking probably isn't a great idea for this organization right now because they might not have the right leadership in place to do that. Cause that's right. Th there are plenty of teams that may think that they're tanking and then they go about their business. And I mean, look, Pittsburgh pirates right now, like I don't, right. Maybe they're they're kind of tanking a, a little bit, um, but you know I'm, I'm not sure that they've got the right people in place right now to do that you know successfully. And, and again, they've they've had troubles for a very long time. Yeah. But maybe if they do turn around and trade Trevor Story, John Gray, and maybe Herman Marquez, who is their greatest commodity, as we've we've broke down all off season, this idea that. When you acquire a player, you're not just acquiring the player and his stats. You're acquiring his contract. And so right. it's one of the reasons why the package for Nolan Arenado seems so lackluster because he's owed so much money. Right. Uh, in fact, if the Rockies would have paid, uh, if, if, if the, the rumors, uh, uh, the strong rumors, I guess, the reporting, I should say, by Ken Rosenthal are true, if they would have paid $60 million, maybe we are talking about a top 10 prospect. You know, that, that's happened before. The, the Mets did it, you know, rather right. famously in, in the Jay Bruce deal. If they would have they paid a little bit more money, they would have gotten a better prospect. Um, so we, we've seen that numerous times. But if they, they do something like that and, and they do go full rebuild and, and full tank mode, does, does that make it like – I mean, it's still, it's still going to be more painful because you go, wow, now there's no Trevor Story or Herman Marquez or John Gray. But are you – are you more intrigued? Do, do, you, do you think that I mean, I'm still puts more them closer by on the, the precipice of a World Series? 
it, it really all depends obviously you know what kind of yeah. things you get back and, and because for me again i just <clears throat> i'd rather watch the team that's got marquez and gray and story on it you know and that's probably overly simplistic and you know but and i also don't think i'm a i'm alone in that that is just you know if you i'd rather have uh, you know back to that question why are you a rockies fan well, you know, I'd rather have these guys who I think are really interesting to watch. I like watching individuals develop their game. I'm very intrigued to see what becomes of Ryan McMahon and Josh Fuentes and Garrett Hampson and Sam Hilliard. And and so I like watching those types of players. So when it, you know, if you get rid of even the most intriguing of those guys and you're, you're really in a place where, as we've talked about before, you're basically trying to lose, then I go, yeah, I don't know. I don't, who am I? Am I watching here? Am I am I watching the major league product for any particular reason, or am I just watching it waiting for the next group of prospects to arrive? And that's, you know, a pretty tough place to be in. And so, uh, you know, I, I'd, yeah, I'd I'd rather try to see them now build around Trevor Story and sign him to the extension and, and go ahead and do it that way. But if he's also If he's just not going to sign, then you probably have to tank at that point. Then you basically, like, whether you want to or not, it's basically your only option on the table. So, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather root for the team that's got a few guys on there. You go, ah, oh, man, it's Marquez's night to pitch. Could be a special night tonight. You know, that's just, that's, every baseball game is a unique and individual event to me. And I kind of appreciate them that way. Uh, so yeah, having 162 individual events with nothing really to look forward to most of the time, even if it's better for the team in the long term, it's just something I have a hard time getting on board with. Yeah, that that's painful, and and also you have this element too of the clubhouse. Like, okay, Nolan Arenado is you know the second longest tenured uh, Colorado Rocky after Charlie Blackman, who's been with the organization since he was drafted and i want to say 2009 so he's he i think he's he's one of the top 10 most tenured guys in a single organization in all of baseball he's been with the the organization that long i think he might even be like sixth or seventh um and so he he's going to be there for a couple more years but he just lost nolan you almost can't afford to lose trevor story in a sense otherwise you know who's ryan maltapia the leader in the clubhouse now like like right, right, like if you talk about you how many years right, yeah, yeah, right you got right, the pitchers like i think i think the pitchers yeah, start yeah, yeah. for the for the first time in, in in clubhouse history i think the pitchers got the swagger you know you know you, you got gray freeland marquez and all lincoln arms like hey we run this joint right. get a couple of the bullpen guys and like sorry you know hitters position players but you don't have the same experience that we do outside of charlie blackman maybe Charlie right. says, "All right, pitchers, you can, you can, you can be in charge when I'm, when I'm in the weight room working out and, and on the and on the treadmill for two hours after the game." Yeah, uh, but, right. but you need that leadership in the clubhouse. Like that's that's where you so could bring in some. Charlie's guys, really but... looking forward to answering these questions. <laughs> Charlie's like, "Man, really, this is what we're gonna do? This is it now?" Because he's gonna get them, and I assume at some point the Rockies will call a press conference. Though again. This has to become official and whatnot, but I don't. 
what do I ask? <laughs> what, what, what do what I What should Drew and what, Adam there you go. ask? There you go. What the do chats we are ask? open. DMs are open. What yes. would you ask? Stop on the super ask? chat. Let us know what to ask it. No, don't. No, actually. We know we know what the response I, might be. We know uh, what the response might be. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. What do we ask? Is 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 your window of contention still open? Well, now we, he's always rejected the very idea of windows of contention. So again, it's like I know how he would dismiss that one. How do I okay, how do I sneak by? windows of contention right because it was like we we try to compete every year we don't believe in windows of contention Shit. <laughs> okay i is you when we, when we talked really about the lost boys when we talked about yeah. the lost boys i yeah. i said it's a window of opportunity or no no window of relevance where sure. eh, if things go right maybe they can sneak in also i've waited long enough to say this i, I made a note and I'm, I'm crossing off as i talk um i called this so you know i was i was i was and so i i I do have to say that now so it's not some kind of revisionist history afterwards at the denver press club i was the only one on that panel said nolan arenado will stay with the rockies and i gave all the right reasons the fact that the cba was going to expire the fact that he wasn't going to make more money at 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 30 years old uh, about opting out and then last year happened Everybody flipped and said, "No, he's definitely going to be sticking around." And and my my fears about him getting traded became all the more realer because of the pandemic, because of reading those tea leaves, because I saw that they weren't going to add money this off season. And I, I can't say that I can I'm going to predict what happens with Trevor Story, or or Jeff Breidich, or 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 anything else. But and I don't think anyone really knows what's going to happen with the Rockies right now. I think that's. That's a little scary. I think that's that's a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. How does this help the team? Is, is your team better now than it was before with this trade of Nolan Arenado? And I don't think he can say that it is, but in what ways do you think this might benefit the organization going forward? Drew, you don't even want to hear the answer to that one. I know. it's There's no good questions to ask. That's the thing. Is It's like that's the question to ask. And – you're not going to get a real answer and you're not, you're certainly not going to get an answer. You like, I will say uh, to our guy asking is saying here, uh, the, the Rockies have never done something where they handpick particular media members to ask questions. Cause we don't know the question we're going to ask. It's, right, right. It's not like when you call into a radio show or even here, right? We, we, we see your comments and we'll, we'll post as many as that we see that we like, but we not guaranteed just cause you make a comment. But when you call up a radio show, you say, Hey, I want to talk about this. They decide if, if you go on or not. They don't know what we're going to ask. They, we've, we've had people come in from national media and people that we didn't know that were new people part of the press, which makes it a lot harder right now since the press conferences come over via Zoom and we just hear a name and someone goes right in with a question and you don't know what it's going to be. So to be fair, they, they're, they're not cherry picking. Yeah, uh, you know, but they just – dodge the questions they don't it, it, like, yeah, it like, like most people right. like, like like most people do right and so but yeah they'll they'll let us ask questions if we have them but again i'm like i'm just thinking ahead to tomorrow or the day after of hitting that raise hand button in the zoom meeting and saying what honestly and and we may i'm sure each of us will come up with something to ask if the 
if it hasn't even been shut down with one word answers by then at that point. But that's, this is part of the problem, right? This is one of the things that is they've been so terrible at communicating. And so, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to take a shot at pronouncing this. Tim Dumais, Dumais, Dumais. Definitely asking, Tim. This, definitely Tim. Definitely. I got Tim right. I think, um, asking, is this about lack of respect from both parties? And I'll say this. Yeah. From both parties, though, I do think obviously one side is more responsible than the other. And respect is a great word because that's what they, they, they haven't been showing it toward each other. They haven't been showing it toward you, the fan, toward us, the press. And it, and it's the whole situation got ugly. But yeah, that for me is where it, it comes down to like, that's the question. How did this make your team better? And the answer is, it didn't. Dumay, I should have known. I should. Ah, you got to know with the AIS. You got to. You got to. Yeah. Our uh, our new buddy Michael Graff asked a question. Um, it's more anatomically based. Uh, we'll just kind of leave it in the chat for right now. I, you know. <laughs> uh, and again, we're we're to know the rough location of Jeff Breidich's head during the trade. That's a fair question to ask. And well, we're not we're not licensed brain surgeons, so we might not be able to locate. The whereabouts of his head. But my question, again, all, all we're seeing right now, comments, 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 people worried, people upset, people frustrated. My question would be to Dick or to Jeff, what do you say to fans yeah. that saw their favorite player, a guy destined for the Hall of Fame? Your first, no doubt, everyone agrees is a Hall of Famer, go away to another organization. I'm not even going to throw anything in there about money. I'm not even going to throw in there about you know the, the prospects that came back and you know any spins about the, the team being better. What do you say to fans who see that message, turn on the news, log into DNVR app, tune into the DNVR Rockies podcast when they see that news? What do you say to them? How do you make them feel better? Please, please don't ask him that question. <laughs> Me? Why not? Just what? because his answer is just going to be the most depressing because he won't answer it well. That And that's yeah. not that's not a good reason to not. I'm just someone will ask some version of that. And if they don't, you should ask some version of that or or I will. But it's. Ah, uh, I like Josh's comment first. DJ LeMahieu goes, then, then Daniel Murphy, Daniel Murphy goes. <laughs> How are we then supposed Nolan? to go on without Daniel Murphy? This dude might be trolling though, because he's oh, got a Cardinals avatar. So, hey, Josh, you know what? That's happy it. to have you along. We'll be we'll be paying a little <laughs> bit of attention to your new third baseman and his uh, ongoing path toward the Hall of Fame. People say Cardinals fans are good fans. Josh did say, "Hey, I'm excited, but I feel bad for y'all." Appreciate that. I pre appreciate that. Um, Don't feel any better though. Still painful. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, think about all the times in the clubhouse. Five three in your scorebook. That turn back. You turn right. back to look at me. We turn to look at Manny. I'm like, was that six on the Arenado meter? Oh, I got kind of got chills there a little bit. Yeah. I know. I know. I know it's gonna hit you hard. 
not I'm not trying to do that to you. But those moments where we go, what you got on that? What you got? Oh, and we all look back. We all turn back. Some of us turn to the left TV in the press box. Some of us are turning to the TV on the right to watch it again. We go, mm, man, that was good. And it was just a just a five three. That's it. It would it would be if it was any other player. It'd be number four on SportsCenter. Center. Is that still a thing? Top ten yeah. plays. <laughs> do they still do, they do that? that? I don't know. I think they I do. Know. But yeah, I don't want to watch them. Yeah. And but for Nolan Arenado, it's a five three. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. That one. The first E five of the season. Nolan. That's it. Nolan. That's yeah. gonna be the new meme. That's yeah. that's the new one. Nolan Coors. Had it and all that. And yep. There Nolan. you go. Say Coors when something happens that you don't like. That's very Coors Field ish. Coors Field-esque, if something, you go, ah, Nolan. Big at bat, bases loaded, 2-0 count, two outs in the ninth. You need a single. Guy just hits a short fly ball to left field. You go, Nolan. Drops it down in. King of clutch would have had it. Yeah. (laughs) That is interesting, Dalton pointing out. Larry, oh, you saw that there too, yeah. We're both clicking out at the same time. <laughs> We're loving your comment, Dalton. Walker, Galarraga, Holiday, and now Nolan Arenado all ending up with the Cardinals after their Galarraga Rockies was before cruise. Rockies, though. That's that's right, that's right. But still, I like it. I like uh, it. Yeah, uh, that's uh, an interesting kind of random connection. Kenneth coming in with another super chat. Getting his money's worth on this one. Got to read it when it's the Super Chat. Monford is the owner from the movie Major League. Hey, I don't think he's trying to move your team. If you if you want to take some silver lining out of it, right? He may be torpedoing their ability to not be a joke for a while, but uh, they're still in Denver. They're still in Denver. Keep in mind, Kenneth. I don't, the, they're still in Denver portion of the podcast. I, I don't know if what Kenneth is proposing is all that bad because that team did go to back-to-back postseasons. <laughs> you know what? Kenneth, That's a solid point. You're, con- you're, you're doing some trick psychology. Go sign another 40-year-old catcher and Willie Mays Hayes. Eric Kratz mm. and either Omar Epps or Wesley Snipes, who I'm would saying. actually fill the 40-year-old outfielder thing. Right. Omar Epps. I'm thinking Omar Epps might I'm be saying, in better center field I- shape. I was going to say. <laughs> a little younger. Slightly fewer run-ins with, like, tax problems and stuff. Our, <laughs> our boy Dan was asking, what do I do with my Nolan being Nolan Arenado? Or Nolan being Nolan shirt? Drew said it earlier. Don't don't burn anything. I mean, unless you got, well, don't burn anything. Don't burn anything. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah, this is now a vintage. You see this vintage right. tee? It only gains value now. I didn't realize. Yeah, this is a, this is a seriously sure limited edition print. Soon. Yeah, we maybe. <laughs> Our loss oh. is your gain. Although I don't know if you if you were to like bleach it or something, does it? Could you make it red? Hey, now oh, you could get creative. <laughs> yeah, you could probably do something like that. Let Kristen come on and show us how to to take it that way. But uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Hang on to your stuff, man. It's uh, people still wear Larry Walker's jerseys. They still mm-hmm. love you know wear their uh, Galarraga and Bichette merch and all that stuff. So yeah, I'd, uh, you know, again, man, I'm, I, I don't like telling people how to fan, even when it's telling people how to potentially fan in a, in a positive way when being asked and people saying, why should I do this? Why should I not do that? It's like, I, 
it's best when you find your own motivations for those kinds of things. And if burning a shirt or throwing it out is going to make you feel better then do it, who the hell am I to tell yeah. you, you know, what to do? I, I, what I have only ever really tried to do on this show when I'm reaching for that, that grain of positivity, because I'm not actually naturally an optimistic person. People might think that, but I don't think that hard and that deep about the future. It's about every single day about making your moment of the day. It's actually kind of an extreme pessimism. Things are bad enough without me having to make everything worse, without my reaction to everything always being the most negative that it can be. So people interpret that as optimism. That's that's fine or whatever. I w- what I've tried to do is use that perspective and just share it with people and say, it might not work for you. And maybe I haven't always been the best over the years at saying that, um, especially on Twitter, that can get lost. Like, this is what works for me. You know, am I a little pissed off right now? Yeah. Am I going to be in the morning? No, I'm not. I'm going to get right back to doing my job. I've got the best job in the world. I get to cover the baseball team I grew up rooting for every day. This is a gift that I, when I was born, the team didn't even exist. Then they became one the year I joined T-ball. That's when the Colorado Rockies became a team when I became a ball player, right? And so when I try to share that with you, all I'm saying is you have control over how you react to things. And it's entirely in your hands, whether you want to be a fan of this team or not. I can only share with you reasons why I continue to find them interesting. Why I feel that no all team, no other team in sports will ever have a hold on me the way the Colorado Rockies do. And that's okay. And that's okay if they have that hold on you too. And I think that's what I've only, that's what I try to speak to. And I know there are people who get frustrated and mad about it, but I'm trying to speak to you. The person who says, I feel awful about being a fan of this team. Why am I doing this to myself? And that's where I want to say to you, you can find the light and the joy in it. Some people can't and won't, and I'm not going to convince them, and that's fine. But you can find the light and the joy in your own fandom and define it how you want. And that's the beautiful thing about fandom. Nobody gets to define it for you. If you're done being a Rockies fan because of this, cheers, thank you, so long, and thanks for all the fish. If you're still a hardcore Colorado Rockies fan today on January 29th, tomorrow morning with Nolan wearing Cardinal red. If you're still a hardcore Colorado Rockies fan, there's nothing wrong with you. You haven't done anything wrong. You didn't make the bad choice. It's okay. It's going to be okay. I told you earlier, this is the worst day in Colorado Rockies history. But tomorrow comes and tomorrow and tomorrow and it'll be okay. That's, that's baseball. Try to play 162. You got another day.
you get another opportunity for something good to happen. And it might not might not be associated with the Rockies, but that's okay. Take take a break if you need to. Take some time off away from the Rockies, but we'll be here for you. The Rockies will be there for you. Might not want that, but oh man, uh, it's also being be reported there. they will be there. Two thousand one Blake Street. It's also being uh, pointed out that looks like Arenado will now have eight years to go on his contract. So they added fifteen million dollars on the back end. That's a nice little thing to make the deal seem all the more bigger. Also reduces the annual average valor, uh, value. Um, as Ken Rosenthal said, Arenado will retain his opt out after twenty one. They add a second opt out after twenty twenty two. It also keeps his full. No trade uh, rights. So, um, and it was uh, Jeff Passan said this. This has the potential to be kind of the most complicated trade uh, ever. Uh, he said, "Quote um, because Nolan had to waive his no trade in order to regain another one. There's fifty dollars moving. There's deferrals in Arenado's deal. There's an additional opt out added." MLB and the Players Association also had to approve it, and then they had an extra $15 million on the back end. So I don't know. The more things change, the more they stay the same. It's the Rockies. It's complicated. Shrug. Uh, I'm going to return now to my previously scheduled program of cartoons, WandaVision, some hockey over the next couple of days. I need Long to Division? To Did you say Long Division? Long, long Division. WandaVision. One, one. Oh, I just thought you were getting into math. Gonna, I just got to look. I got to relax, do a little long division. <laughs> I didn't know if you were signed up for an MSU Denver online. I don't. Maybe. Maybe you're doing into something. That. I could get you're, into if that. You're, Drew, you might be trying to improve those analytical skills, mathematically hey. speaking. Yeah. You never know. <clears throat> My guy, Mile High Batman, I, and I love you. And I miss mean, yeah, I love it, but ask it. Uh, I have, actually am about to watch the new WandaVision. I haven't watched it yet this week, so I'll let you know. But uh, it is. Does, he, uh, does the guy have his hat yet? Does Vision have his hat yet? I know it gets removed, but does he have it that, yet? Uh, no, no hat? No hat. I'll keep you, I'll keep you updated on the, the hat. Drew, and... you don't want to do this all night? <laughs> you don't want to do this all night talking about Nolan Arenado? I think I have to tap out. I, I got think... another two more hours in me, bro. I. You know, on, on almost any other day, or if they could have announced this in the afternoon, I probably could have gone. We still have, we just got off a of Hall of Fame week. Now we got Hall of Fame trade week coming up next week. Well, there's still plenty to talk about. Is it better that he got dealt to the Ant National League? Are you happier? What if he went to the White Sox? Would that have been better? You see him once every maybe six years, right? Because every three years you play the other division and you just might not have a home game against that. Like uh, in 2019, Rockies played the Yankees because they lined up with the AL East, but right. the Yankees didn't come to Coors Field. So, and it doesn't even necessarily work once every six years. It could be one once every nine years. Like it, we don't know how it lines up. So is it better that, that you get to see Arenado for at least one series a year? This year it'll be July 1st through 4th. How about that for fireworks? The return on Arenado. How about that? Like those games weren't going to be sold out anyway. That's funny. Ha! Take all, that, Dick Montfort. <laughs> all eleven. Yeah, right. All eleven thousand. It's going to uh, be packed out. That's hilarious. Uh, Bob Nightingale is reporting that the Rockies will now try to lock up shortstop Trevor Story with Nolan Arenado off the books. So, 
There's hey. that. <laughs> you remember that? Uh, are you a are you a Monty Python guy? Are you a Python? I was. I tried to get into it for a little bit, so I can hang a little bit, a little okay. bit. I so respect the, uh, all the respect. So in in the, the Holy Grail, That's there's the a, sort of a, a running gag where <clears throat> I can't remember exactly what they're doing, but the, they're, there's some sort of problem, and then they're they're walking through the woods, and then there was much rejoicing, and then there's just this little yay sound with like a little like the smallest little party <laughs> poppers. Like, and there was much rejoicing. Yay. And that's, <laughs> it's kind of, no. And then, and I get a lot of people say, they, Trevor's never going to sign here. And just like, let's just have that. Let's do that another time because who knows? And maybe he does. And then we'll be, you know, whatever. But it's something. It's something to hang yeah. on to for now. The, the meme, the meme is basically like a little kid running down the hallway, smacks his head against the wall. And you go, hey, smile. You're shaking your keys. You're smiling. <laughs> hey, buddy. You're trying to tickle him to be like, look, that didn't happen. Yeah. Look, your head doesn't hurt. And the kid's like, wait, uh, everyone around me is really being happy. Someone in the back is, has, is grimacing. Am I bleeding? What's going on? And right. try not to make him cry. But you, you can't undo the fact that the kid just ran into a wall. And you can't undo the fact that right. you traded away yeah. to this point the guy who's the greatest player in franchise history. Oh, yeah. 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 What what other teams have done this? We'll get into that. We'll get into that. This yeah, week. I was gonna say that's got to be a. That I was gonna be an hour two I topic. A, some I got some sausage from Hassle Cow Beef Company waiting for me. I got another Breck Brew waiting for me. Drew, are you, are you? Will suggested Ninja bath? Turtles and Batman. Um, that's Ooh. it's on the table. Are you Ninja going Ice Turtles Bath? And Batman on the table, or are you going ice Hot bath? Shower? What do you do on a night like this? Definitely more of a hot shower guy, typically, but it could be ice bath time. It could you be. Have, you might have to mix it up. You might have to mix yeah, it up. There you go. I did do both at the same time. I'm gonna put ice in the mm. bath, then turn on the hot shower. No, you're not. You're not good at sciencing, huh? Are you? No, it's not. No, it's, it was never. I took chemistry twice in high school, so so I should be. <laughs> that's a true story. I did not. My uh, I goofed around with my best friend in chemistry. I passed. He had to take summer school. The uh, yeah, the only class in high school I actually did have to retake for failing it. I was a pretty damn good student, but chemistry. I hate I, science. I didn't. I science is not my it. subject. Math is yeah. math. Great at math. Science actually, I'm like I literally took a a, a test uh, to, to become an elementary school teacher, and it was just general knowledge. It was like it was like uh, Jeopardy, just yeah. general stuff. Just, I was like, yeah. I don't need to study. And the one question I'll never forget. I laughed out loud. It says a thousand feet beneath. The ground, I don't know the actual words used, beneath the ground, if you were to dig in a thousand feet, what would you find? And I looked at my four options and I said, Well, why isn't one of them dirt? It's not dirt. And it was like mantle, core. And I'm like, It's just dirt. Come on. It's just dirt. It's more dirt. I didn't get that one right, but that's okay. I, I still passed. It's just dirt. Man. That's where I'm at with science right now. Try to convince me of this. Oh, man. We, uh, we got the comments talking about science. <laughs> yeah, Brain surgery. Hey, that's a science. I'm pretty sure. 19. Oh, you know, we've, you know, we've, we've talked about, you know, the curse of, of Coors Field a little bit. Like I haven't the Rockies been able to break through. It's happened before Nolan Arenado. So we, we can't tie to any, any real curse. I think to him, unless we're, we're talking like last place for, I, I don't know. 
there's still so much to unpack. How do you how do you how do you cover this, man? How do you there's so many angles. And then what angles do you not want to talk about? We're going to have to do it. It's going to it's not going to be good. I mean, yeah, you you cover it from every angle, but it's just like yeah. obviously RKO out of nowhere. The, the, yeah, yeah, this, straight up. This is what we're doing. We've got to find the angles. Oh, man. Yep. So we will do our best. And and like Patrick said, there's a lot more to break down here. And if there's anything we haven't covered, keep bringing us questions. Uh, Keep hanging out with us unless you need to take a couple of days. Uh, (laughs) NVR.com, please. Jump in the (laughs) Discord. I haven't checked Discord yet. It's probably popping off. I'll be jumping in there a little bit. Yeah. um, It's... uh, the only thing worse than being miserable is being miserable alone. So come hang out with us community. Commiserate with everybody in the Rockies community. Find us on social media at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at DNVR underscore Rockies. As Patrick mentioned, if you subscribe to the DNVR.com, you get to hang out with us in our private Discord chat room, talking all kinds of stuff. And if you're done with the Rockies, we'll come t- talk pro wrestling with us or comic books or something. We'll talk about that stuff, too. So, out of here, Josh. Congratulations. Get out of here. But yeah, we really do appreciate, you know, there, there is something to be said for, as Patrick mentioned earlier, a lot of folks hanging out with us tonight. And there's something to be said for it's frustrating, but it's a pivotal moment in the history of this organization and something that we're all going to go through together uh, and and see what happens next together. We are writing this show because <laughs> uh, it's yours. It is uniquely yours and ours. Uh, other people don't know your specific pain right now unless they are also Rockies fans. And while it's tough to take that kind of pain as some sort of good thing about your fandom, It really is. The only people who really know what you're going through exactly. Now, some people could, oh, it's kind of like when my team traded this guy, or it's kind of like the Tulo thing, a different generation of Rockies. No, there is only one time that Nolan Arenado gets traded off of the Colorado Rockies, and it's this time. And the only people who know how you feel about it are those of us in the community. So spend some time with us. I really do appreciate all of you coming in with the questions. We we can't do this without you. Uh, we wouldn't want to do this without you. Uh, and we very, very much appreciate, <laughs> Kenneth, I'm right there with you. I very, very much appreciate you spending your time with us, especially and even when it's not the best of times. We know it could be hard. You could just as easily have not come by this live show or clicked on this podcast or read the articles or subscribed to the site or bought the shirt or ever buy another one again because who gives a damn about this organization but you do so thank you all so much for being some of the best fans in the world despite the way your team is treating you we promise you that we will do our absolute best to live up to your example of the fan that you are, we hope that we can be the type of media and, and hangout spot and podcast and live show that you deserve, uh, even if the team isn't what you deserve right now. So 
Thank you all for listening in. Thank you for being awesome. Promise you we'll keep being Patrick and Drew. And until next time, we'll see you at the ballpark.